Hey, I'm Michael, online pastor at Silverdale Baptist Church, and I'm excited to welcome you to our podcast. Now, after you listen to this episode, I hope you'll stick around for just a moment. I'll be sharing about some resources we have for you, as well as a few things going on at Silverdale right now that we would love for you to be a part of. Now, I really hope this podcast is just what you need today to help you in your relationship with Jesus. Hey, thanks for watching Takeaway, a weekly conversation with the leadership team here at Silverdale, where we talk about our takeaways from the weekend message. And I'm super excited to be with my friend, Sydney. Special. So excited <laughs> to be here, man. Special. Been, been looking forward to Oh, it. you are special in, in a good kind of way. I know <laughs> people can take that in other ways. Well, that's special. Hey, I, I, yes, I take that in a, in a great way. So if you don't know Sydney... Uh, I think by the end of this, this video, you're going to want to know Sydney because she's amazing. Sydney, you, uh, you, you wear a number of hats around here at Silverdale sure in, in the worship and student ministry areas. Tell us a little bit about what all you do here. So I do uh, student ministry, music, college ministry, music, and then I serve on the weekends as well. So Vive via and good old Sunday morning, big church, uh, and I love every, I love all of it. I love all of it so much. Um, it's the best job in the world, as far as I'm concerned. I, I, I'm right there with you. It is the best job in the I world. Think so. And so you're married? Yes, yes. And tell a little bit about that. So I've been married for three and a half years to Drake Barker. He is the kindest, uh, most wonderful. He plays guitar at Creekside. Uh, he's the dude with really long curly hair. So you can't miss him, truly. Great guy. Great yeah. guy. Incredible musician. We're so, we're so. truly blessed to have both you and him leading us in worship today because I love your heart. I love your, your take on life. And I think that's just going to show up here as we, as we talk today about this past sermon. It can't not. So Tony preached a message called a song of glory. Now, maybe you heard one of our other pastors. I know uh, several who watch this watch Pastor Travis and and uh, we, we, we learned about Psalm chapter eight this weekend. Mm -hmm. Tony's message was called a song of glory. And I love this Psalm. This has been one of my favorite Psalms for a number of years. And it may be because it's connected to some of the songs that, that I yeah. know the, 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 um, you know, the, the contemporary Christian songs throughout yep. the generations and all. Yep. So in your role in leading worship, how, I mean, how has this mixtape series just gone over in your mind and, and in leading worship? Dude, I'm telling you, like, no joke. Tony doesn't miss. <laughs> like, he does not miss. The Together series was so fantastic because we talked about small group and the need for community and all that kind of stuff. So we're talking about, I feel like, you know, in our worship, grow, serve, you know, core value thing, Together was a lot about grow, about like being in a small group and being connected to community. And then we like went straight out of that into this mixtape series, which is all about worship and like literally having week after week after week on this emphasis of the role of singing, the role of worship, the role of gathering with the church to proclaim truth about God has been incredible. Like it's, it's been, it's been so, so, so good. And like, no joke, every single week, um, what I've loved about knowing, like, where he's going in each chapter uh, is that I have the chance to, like, 
go and study those chapters beforehand. And so I'm kind of walking into each week, knowing a little bit more uh, about what we're, what we're talking about. And then, man, just like how much Tony can pack into a message is just, is just absolutely incredible to me. So um, this week was no different. It was the, the thing that I thought of was, so growing up, we were a family of seven, five kids and two parents. And so like, imagine what our car looked like getting ready to go <laughs> to the beach. So if you like, what does a, a family of seven drive? Just, um, uh, at the time we drove an Astro, <laughs> I mean, a wow, big old big Astro, Astro van. Yeah. And so like loaded up with all the people, all the stuff, all that kind of stuff. That is the mental image that I get on how much Tony can like just pack into and, and Travis and Randy too. Like, just talking about this week though, he can pack so much into it's it's super it's super exciting. It's it's, it's really a blessing. It's 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 a fun ride every Sunday. Oh. You know, when I walk into worship here and and you know, uh, working here, we we do get to experience the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. We we see what life is like here yeah. before we're on stage or for me on camera and then before uh, Tony preaches, you know, we have all the conversations leading up to that, all the planning meetings and then the early mornings, because I mean, what time do you get here on Sunday mornings? Uh, around like 6.15. Yeah. So it's pretty early, right? Pretty early. Pretty early. Pretty early. And so I don't get here quite that early anymore. <laughs> I did for a little bit, but I'm not right now. It's more like seven. Yeah. I get here about seven. That's nice. Um, yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> yeah. 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 But so we see all the behind the scenes, the before the service stuff. And so it's just a fun ride from the beginning all the way through it, getting ready for it, walking into the room and going through worship, including the music, the prayer, and it all builds up to yeah. an incredible message yeah. where God just speaks to us yeah. every single week. Yeah. And I love that. And this week, Tony talked about, again, Psalm 8, and he talked about how in point one, God created the universe effortlessly. And one of the uh, illustrations he he used, he 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 talked about God creating with, you know, his fingertips and he used that uh, illustration of a child finger yeah, painting. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just the finger play of God. I thought, oh my gosh, you know, there, there's a, there's a verse, I think it's in Isaiah, which talks about how God can measure the universe from the span of his hand. That's like from here to, to here. He's just, he's so big and he's so amazing. And that creation is just finger play. Yeah. Yeah. The simplest of forms of art, you know? Yes. Ugh. Yes. And yet among creation, he has placed a special kind of love on us. And just to have that reminder this weekend for me oh, was huge. Huge, huge. Uh, one of the things that I love about learning about the character of God is that there's, there's like two sides to every coin. So like a great example is like the lion and the lamb. God is the lion and he is also the lamb. He is like strength and power and might and he is also like gentleness and kindness and meekness. He is both. Yes. Not one or the other, not some of, you know, like he is both. So the same, in the same way, this message from this week and, and even the story that I referenced in the little story about flying and seeing the, the glory of God in the sky is, is both of those examples that God is immensely creative and enormous and on this scale that we cannot imagine light years and light years and light years. But he also like designed us and like designed 
flowers and, you know, all this small beauty that there's just the scale of everything is so immense to me that he cares about the big things, but he also is so like in the details of everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. You said that so well. And I feel like you miss out on who God is if you focus on one and you leave the other behind. Well, no, that's a good point. You know, that's a really good point too. I mean, you just talked about the, the splendor and the magnificence of God. And that's, that's so good. And, and to remember that he's both and yes. And you, you can't over, um, I guess, over focus on, we shouldn't over focus on God's, you know, this character or this attribute of God in, in detriment to this other one. I yeah. love, I love the way you said that. I love the way you said that. So one of the things that I've loved about this series too, as you're leading worship is every week there has been a hymn. And I've heard several of you say the same thing that you love the hymns. Oh, me too. Have you enjoyed that? Because yes. you're a different generation than me. When I think playlist, I probably think a whole nother thing than you because I made the mixtapes. You probably never did, did I you? never did make Are you a playlist tapes. person? I am big playlist person, huge playlist person. Just so like it's very brother. retro, the whole cassette. You never yeah. had that experience? No, I did have it. So my, my like the car that I drove was a 2004. So I had a cassette okay. tape thing in there. Yes. I had one uh, Bob Seger cassette tape <laughs> that I would throw in. But it also had a CD changer. Uh-huh. So I had a lot of mixed CDs. Gotcha. I would use those. Gotcha. Um, but no, back to the hymn thing. I have loved it. I am uh, very much an old soul. So if you get to know me, I, I love old music. Like I like new music too. No, no, no shame on that. Uh, but like the hymns speak to me. Like it's what I grew up singing. We would listen to, you know, Gaither vocal band and the cathedrals in the family car. Uh, yeah, I love that kind of stuff. I love, um, I love singing songs. What is the coolest thing to me? The coolest thing to me is is getting to every once in a while when I can muster it up, open my eyes to look out at the congregation when we're singing those hymns. And just yeah. like seeing the way that it's touching people, seeing the way that it's speaking to people is so, so encouraging to me. It's literally leading me in worship when we're singing those songs because it's like, there are certain songs that speak to you, you know, like there are certain songs that remind you of a time and a place in your life when God did something powerful. And it's really cool to sing these older songs and see this generations above me that are like so touched by the words and the way that we're singing it. So it's been super encouraging to me. I also think it's just great to, as a young person, maybe this will restore some hope in uh, my generation. I think it's so important for us to rub shoulders with like old books and old music and old, because it gives you a better perspective on that people have been following God for a lot longer than I've been alive, you yeah. know, and, and learning about who he is and all that. Absolutely. Kind of stuff, so. You know, I was thinking about that the other day. I mean, even here in our church, um, you know, I'm, I'm 45 um, and there were people here at Silverdale during the Great Depression, yeah, there were people, and maybe some of you that were here and remember clearly the civil rights movement, that remember the Vietnam era that went through. In fact, the video, the Veterans Day video that we just recently shot and is on YouTube. You need to check that out if you haven't. It's a fantastic video. Yeah. It tells a story yeah. uh, of faith and just through that. 
Um, but all through the generations and before yeah. and before World War I and yeah. getting back into the late 1800s, there were people right here who yeah. loved Jesus. Yeah. And I think it is helpful to, I mean, I love history and, and just to sort of, I like your, your, your example of rubbing shoulders with yes. those who have come before us to help maybe spur us on in our faith as we go forward. Yes. Yes. And I think there's something especially unique about singing the same words that someone's saying hundreds of years ago. So, the, so fun fact, I did some research on the song that we sang uh, this last Sunday, uh, Praise to the Lord. Okay. Didn't know that one. That one escaped me. I did not learn that one growing up, but I was interested in it. So I did some research. It was written. I might, I don't want to ruin the details on this, but I know it was written in the 1600s by this German guy uh, who actually died when he was 30 of tuberculosis, but had already penned like a ton of these hymns to God. So he wrote that one. It gained a lot of popularity after his death. And then it wasn't translated into English until like the mid 1800s by this lady from England that trans that translated it. And we're still singing it today. We're still singing it today. That blows my mind. Like that that blows my mind that we're singing the same words that someone wrote in 1645 and like they felt that way about God and I feel that way about God too. You know, yes. like that is yes. just, that is very touching. So um, I asked a few weeks ago when Haley was here, she did a video. I asked her the question I'm about to ask you. And after we shot the video, she said, I thought you were asking me to sing at first. Okay, I watched it and I thought you were asking her to sing. No joke. I was like, oh gosh. I'm not about to ask. Sorry, okay. Haley. I'm not about to ask you to, to, to sing. But but in in a similar vein, in, in a similar idea, um, you have a microphone. I do. And you're a worship leader here. And yep. you have a moment right now to share your heart about worship here at Silverdale. So what would you want to tell? I know you haven't had time to prepare for this, right? But in the moment, what would you want to tell all of us about worship? Because worship takes all forms, right? All kinds of forms. The, the, the sermon preached is worship. The prayer prayed is worship. But the music sung certainly yeah. is worship. So yeah. what would you want to tell us? So one of the things that I do say uh, to, to my people is that worship is the way that you live, not the song that you sing. So yes, worship is much outside of just one hour on a Sunday. Even uh, when John, when when Jesus is talking to the Samaritan lady, she's trying to pin worship down to like a time and a place. Like she's like, you know, do we worship here or there? And Jesus answers her, not directly. He's like, you know, a time is coming and is yet not here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. So he doesn't lock it down to a time and a place. It is your lifestyle. But what I would say about like worship through singing is two things. On your own, in your personal life, singing is one of the most powerful tools you have in your tool belt of faith that helps you to fix your eyes on Jesus. Um, it is it is one of the most powerful tools that you have to, when you're in the car by yourself, sing like when you're fearful to sing that's something that my mom taught me when I was really little when I was afraid uh, at night or whatever we would sing um Jesus 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 there's just something about that name I still do that when I'm afraid or when I'm hurt or when I'm sad that is the song that I sing because 
that's the song that comes to my heart. Um, so on your own, in your own personal life, singing is one of the most powerful tools that you have. When we gather with our church family, when we gather with the family and the people of God, and we corporately proclaim truth about who God is and what he has done, there is something, oh, there is something that is so transformative about that, that Mm. like, yes and amen, like we're all agreeing on this thing. Yes, we can disagree on a ton of stuff, but we agree on this. We agree that there's nothing that God can't do. We agree that he is good and mighty and powerful. Um, And so anyway, I think, I think in both places, in both ways, you are best served to, to sing. You are best served to sing aloud. Um, I love that. I love that. See, I told you at the beginning of this, that if you don't know Sydney, (laughs) you're going to want to get to know Sydney. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for the spirit you bring to, and then the attitude you bring to your leadership here as you lead us in worship. So thank you. I love it. I love it. I love everything that we do. And man, it is a gift and it is a joy to be able to, to gather and to sing. It is, it is the joy of our lives, right? It is. It is. Thank you. Hey, if you, you. if you haven't yet seen the, the message on Psalm 8, you can certainly watch that on our YouTube channel. If you're watching this on Facebook, I'd encourage you to check out our YouTube channel and watch the message on Psalm 8. Um, or listen to it on our church podcast. If you didn't know, we have a church podcast. You can subscribe to that through Spotify or uh, wherever you subscribe to podcasts. So subscribe to YouTube, subscribe to podcasts, and check out some of the other playlists and things that we have. There's so much great content to help you grow in your faith. Again, thanks so much for being here. So glad to be here. And you have a great week. this was helpful to you. If while listening, you realized you need to take the next step in your relationship with Jesus, we would love to help you with that. You can connect with us by clicking the link in the show notes to our website and then clicking the connect card button. In our weekend worship services, we are in a six-week sermon series called Jesus in the Midst. John chapter 13 and 14 record Jesus's final words to his disciples in the upper room. They are about to enter the darkest moment in history and Jesus shares with them the essentials of what they need to walk through them. You know, the things they needed in the midst of their darkest hour are the same things we need in ours. We would love for you to join each week at one of our campuses or online. You will find service times by clicking the link in the show notes to our website. Lastly, there are so many ways for you to get involved and be a part of what God is doing at Silverdale. We really want you to feel welcome and a part. So please stay connected. Be sure to like and follow us on all our different social media accounts. You'll find all the links in the show notes of this episode. And lastly, help us spread the word about this podcast. Take a moment to share this episode with your family and friends. Again, we appreciate you listening and hope you will join us again next time.